Okay, I got nothing with that. It's just National <laughs> Barbecue Spirit Day. Marlo, you need to bring samples in. You really I should do. start doing that one of these days. So you yeah. should have grilled them yesterday because they're – actually, I like barbecue the second day. Right. It's like chili. Yes. It's it the better, sauces right? and the, everything gets better yeah. the second day. To me, it's spaghetti. Spaghetti. The second, second time day. was – yeah, you know, you refrigerate well, it. Depends, it you, you throw it in the frying pan and fry it oh, up. you fry it up. I always call it an refried spaghetti, but it's really just fried spaghetti. But kind of an Asian good. twist. Yeah, yeah, it's really good that way. So, yeah, um, it's it's it feels weird that it's, it's Tuesday. Yeah, I was going to say Tuesday. Sunday for a second. Oh, my goodness. I was screwed up all this weekend. It, I, yesterday Friday, felt like Sunday, I think. I don't know. Saturday was Sunday. Weird. Sunday yeah. was – Saturday, it yeah. felt like to me, and yeah, it was. I worked all day, and fourth, I I worked all day yesterday. Did you do any? Yeah, uh, we have an addition on the house, and I was wiring and putting up lights and hanging insulation, and I'll sheetrock the lid today. And, yeah, that sounds like quite the chore. Because my wife wasn't happy because we had a little moth <laughs> infestation. Oh no! Through the soffits that aren't done yet. So interesting. Because yeah. I, I I opened well, the she, garage door this morning, and one moth. Kicked up, and I'm like, uh oh. They're those dark ones. They're the big dark yeah. ones. They die really easy. You could blow on them, and they'll. But my fault, or her fault, the first night because she'd left the lights on in the bedroom, so they saw a light. Yes. And especially with impending weather, you know, they. Yep. Were, and then crawled down through the insulation that's not completely buttoned up, and. Then it was my fault the next day because I left the attic light on because I finished closing up the insulation and they up through the soffit saw the attic light and then just crawled down as that was that was I bet you'll figure it out. It was like the scene down in the basement in the dark during Silence of the Lambs. There were moths everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> Yes. I actually hung a bug light in the, in the back of the edition just to What you should do now, a lot of them. Holy you'll, you'll, have, you'll have to just put another light a little ways away so tonight when it gets really dark outside, they'll go to that light and they'll free themselves. No, it'll be, I'll be buttoned up tonight. I'll have all the, the lid on and the sheetrock and okay. so they can't come in anywhere. Oh, so but, they've yeah. already they've already vacated the premises? and they, Yeah. Okay. They were taken out on little stretchers. I see. Yeah, we got... Yeah, I got you. Killed a lot of them. Okay, taught my dog how to kill moths. I... <laughs> this sounds like a stupid trick on David Letterman here. <laughs> she was having fun. I'm like, I can see Letterman, Letterman going, release the moths. <laughs> your, your dog would go after him. <laughs> I was like, take it. All right. She's oh, like fascinated because it's a flying thing, and she's sure. a hunting dog, and it's like. So they're bo- both the dogs actually were like, doo, 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 cool, cool, cool. I'm like, take it. <laughs> right out of here. I should have videoed it. You get a kick of the video. You should have. I know. It, it gone viral probably. Yeah. So, so yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. We're all over it's the place Tuesday. here today. It's we Tuesday. We usually are. Uh, this is Talk of the Town on uh, Tech Tuesday on Super Talk 1270. I'm your host, Steve Bakken, along with Marlo Anderson uh, on a Tech Tuesday. This hour of the program brought to you by Dvorak Motors, where you're family for a lifetime. Big boy, just get in line. It moves fast. Hit Inc. Independence, dignity, respect. Hit Inc. And, you know, tech something. I was I, I, I stopped by Dvorak Motors uh, on Friday yeah. for a little bit, and I something popped into my head, and I was going to ask you about it. Because you may know a little bit more about supply and demand when it comes to electric vehicles. Now, 
electric vehicles didn't deal with the chip issue like a lot of because they already had their orders in. Yeah, yeah. They, they were they were still producing. Plant, they're, yeah, yeah, they're still producing. Dvorak Motors has always had infrequently or frequently an electric vehicle or two on the lot. Okay. I haven't seen one on there forever. They just, they're not used. They're not, they just, they don't show up. Is it because the supply and demand is such that that vehicle has become so desirable given what's going on with inflation that people are holding on to things? Because you used to see them pop up every now and then somebody tried it and like, yeah, okay, that was cool, but uh, I'm going to go back to this. Uh, yeah, what I, are your thoughts? I, I think the 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 bigger thing is just the infrastructure part of it. You know, at one time, this is crazy that I that I know this, but just a year and a half ago, there were 142 electric vehicles in the state of North Dakota. Now, why would I know that number? <clears throat> You're unique, and it's well, it's it's just because it was such a small number, and the reason for it was that we had no infrastructure to you know, actually charge them. People who wanted electric vehicles had to make the investment in their homes or their farms right. or whatever well, to I, plug and, these and cars in. I knew an energy guy who lives in Fargo, and what was it, Greenway Solutions or something? Uh, he came up, he's Norwegian, um, and was I met him while he was out working the oil patch, but he started his own company doing home chargers right. for... Teslas and all the different yeah. ones because electric vehicles used to be like uh, iPhones. You get a new plug every time. Yeah, uh, there was no uniformity in. in the so charging. now I think the company you're talking about has a universal plug-in, and they can always make an adapter right. that will work for the whatever. But they're trying to standardize that too. Right, by the way. but he started this because people had to charge. It right, home. right. So you know, in the last year and a half, I mean, Teslas come into the state, and now there's charging stations and Dickinson and Bismarck and Fargo. I mean, along the interstates, you can you can get well, a, and, around now. So you have other kinds that's a little more challenging yet. Well, but. and when I was mayor, one of the things I had tapped into before I even ran for mayor, because I was following the Volkswagen um, settlement yeah, yeah. case. And I got the, I, I, <laughs> I remember it's like I was the only one at those meetings for six months. And then a friend of mine, I'd queued into it, Scott Meschke, and then him and I were the only ones at the meetings um, following that case and what that was going to do in North Dakota uh, because the money had to go towards green technology, green right. solutions, green, green, green stuff. Right. Um, but I was able to go and get uh, the charging stations, the fast charging stations that are located at the airport and the Convention of Visitors Bureau through that funding. Right. No cost to taxpayers whatsoever. Yep, it was, just it was through that settlement. Right. Uh, we also went out and got some uh, some green vehicles as well, updated some fleet um, vehicles uh, so through do you that see, settlement. Do you see them being used then at the airport? I've seen the airport one. Because that makes sense to me. Yeah. Is it is it a level two or a level three? I mean, is it is it one that charges in like eight hours? No, it's the twenty minute. Oh, so you have a charge. level three? Yeah, they're they're that's top impressive. Of the line. Yeah, yeah. So you can go out there and and they're free to the public. Now, the one thing we were trying to figure out how to monetize with them, and and we weren't quite there yet on the airport side, was offering a valet service. Okay. So if you go someplace and you park your electric vehicle at the airport. Uh, when your flight's due to come in, then you could pay to have a valet service come over, charge your vehicle, so you got to leave your keys there, 
charge your vehicle so you have a fully charged vehicle when you land. So if you're driving no, to Dickinson or sure, Minot sure. or Jamestown or instead of yeah, because the last thing you want to do is tie up a charger for eight days while somebody is well, has, yeah, you get three trip. or four people popping in. And it's like because leaving your vehicle charged there while you go on a flight doesn't work, right? Because now you've tied up that charger for right. eight days or however long yeah, you've gone. So, so so the only way I, we were thinking that we could monetize that was some sort of a valet service, sure, because. You know, the last thing you do when you want to get off a flight is like, oh crap. Now I, I just want to get home. For a half now I got to charge yeah. my, and if there's two or three other people, yep. you're stuck there for an yep. hour. Um, it, it, that just doesn't work. Yeah. So convenience. Um, so that's what we were looking at was the but valet of, side. But of course the challenge is, is, you know, unless, unless that person had other duties, the valet, um, it would be really tough to pay somebody since there are only 142 cars in North Dakota that need well, to be charged right now. So there's got to be more than that now. So there's probably more. I'm sure there are more Teslas. Uh, and, and, and again, it's because there's more infrastructure. I can't imagine. In fact, I know people who have bought cars since they know that they can go get them charged now. So it's just a matter of waiting for them to show up. And tell you what, I want to continue this too okay. on the charging stuff and then we'll get into the topics we had slated for today at some point. <laughs> well, actually, I have. Flying cars on my slate okay, today, perfect, so we could great. just move right into that. You said there's what 100 or there was 142. 142. Yeah. Is there more now? I think so. I mean, I I, I haven't looked recently because there's actually you can go and uh, when you register your vehicle, you there's actually a, like a tick box or something that you have to check to see that you have an electric car. Um, I think there's. Well, I think they want to do that because they haven't figured out how to charge for it yet. Right. And, and there was, there's talk about if you buy an electric car that instead of paying a gasoline tax, like the rest of us do, that you'll pay more in a registration Wattage fee. Tax or... Well, I, I think it should be like a kilowatt hour type of scenario. Um, that when you go and fill up your car with electricity, like the stations you were putting out there, you could charge like 15 cents a kilowatt hour. And then some of that would be. For the taxes, for for the road tax, basically. right? Well, yeah. in in a lot of states, what they've done is, too is a wheel tax. Yes. So you pay by the mile, right? Right. And how many miles you drive, and that would be okay too. But they would have oh, to then get. I'd hate that. But they have to get have rid of the gas tax, thing. right? Just straight across. Yep. There is no more road tax. Yeah. You know? And a lot of states have looked at that because of. Ethanol, right? They started looking at that, and then now electric vehicles. Because you take a look at the infrastructure, what that gas tax traditionally goes for is helping offset the cost of the infrastructure, so repairing the roads. Yep. Well, if you think about what damages roads, it's weight. That's why if you're driving a semi down the interstate and you're dragging triples, and it's heavier. Yep. So that they get charged a higher fee for being on the roads because right. of the weight. So if you take a look at what that gas tax pays for on somebody who's got a half-ton pickup truck versus a Ford F-150 Lightning, um, those batteries are heavy. Yep. Those vehicles are much heavier. They are heavier, yeah. So they're actually doing more damage to the infrastructure of the road right. than what a gas-powered vehicle would be of the, of the same configuration yeah so that's another piece of that puzzle too that needs to get but at this time they're not being taxed for using the road so people who are getting electric vehicles are getting a little bit of a pass on that as things are getting figured out 
I, I still believe that the the easiest way, if they're not going to get rid of a, if they don't go to a wheel tax, that the easier route would be some type of tax on when you fill your car with electricity. So you pay three cents a kilowatt hour or something along those lines for a road tax. You know, the biggest part is when you're taking a look at agrarian states like North Dakota and a lot of gravel roads, um, a lot of sizable farm and ranch operations. Right. You know, if I'm driving on my own land where I keep up my own roads, yep. then how are you going to tax me on the miles on that ag vehicle? That's true. So, And right it, now you get a break if you bring diesel into your farm, for example, right? right? Because you don't yeah. have to pay the taxes. You do, you're actually doing exactly what you talked about. Yep. Yeah, you have different diesel. It's got yep. the red dye in it. So, That's exactly right. Yeah. Which does work just fine on the highways. Um <clears throat> Did I say that aloud? You did not. Yeah, no, I, I did didn't not. hear it. Um, anyway, the um, as opposed to seven dollars a gallon. Um, the other thing I was going to talk to you about the fast charging station. So yeah. we got the fast charging station at the airport. Yes, and at the Convention and Visitors Bureau. I was also in some discussions with tourism was involved along with the Lignite Energy Council. Um, they had a vendor that was looking at laying out. Uh, fast charging stations across the state, and the reason right. tourism was involved was. You go from through Minnesota and then it stopped. It does. Now, this company had been part of the Minnesota side that had gotten fast charging stations every so often. And they were looking at, because the last one they had was in Moorhead. So they were looking at replicating that into North Dakota because tourism was very interested because connecting Minneapolis to Medora was their goal. Yep. Because Medora is top of the mountain when it comes to tourism. Well, and and generally speaking, people who have electric vehicles are the ones who probably have a little more expendable income, you know, because they're buying more expensive cars and and blah, blah, blah. So um, they would like to be able to take those cars out. A great example is uh, Yermo, California. I think you and I have talked about this before. Um, Yermo is basically ghost town. It's about the halfway point between LA and Vegas. And that was a gas station. It was like a last. That's the one on the border, right? No, it, that's, no? that's, it's about, it's about 60 or 70 miles past the Nevada, California border on I-15, I think it is. Yeah, it's 15. Um, so yeah, I mean, you're thinking of, is it Gene? Yeah. Okay. So yeah. yeah, this is your It's actually a ghost town in California. And anyway, it was like a last stop gas place. They actually had the barrels, above ground <laughs> barrels. And at the time it would be like, you know, you only four, see those in the movies now. Yeah. Four ninety nine a gallon. And if you needed gas, you'd swing That's in and buy now in two, California. I know. But you you'd at the time and you'd buy like two gallons to get you to your destination type <laughs> of thing. That's what this place was, right? Now it has forty some charging stations. And it is the world's largest candy store, a sushi restaurant, uh, a Blaze Pizza type of scenario. Um, all these things have happened because there are 40 charging stations there, and people who are coming from L.A. to Vegas swing in, charge their cars up, and spend a half hour buying stuff. And it's they, they just, probably charge everything off of solar. They do. They have a big solar field off to the side because there was no infrastructure yeah, for this either. So in they the have desert. this yeah. huge solar field. Uh, just to the north of it in the desert there, and that's what charges all these cars. So it's really interesting in the economic development that's happened because of this kind of play with this. So it's turned this little gas station into this economic boom for the area. Although so, I don't know. There's two things. There's two rules I have 
I don't eat gas station um, eggs. Okay. Yeah. 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 And uh, I don't eat gas station sushi. Yeah. Yeah. Although this is a sushi, little sushi, sushi. restaurant. Yeah, okay. In yeah. the game, and you, I wouldn't even call it a gas station anymore. It's like a little little mall almost. Yeah. In Deviled there, so. eggs at the gas. No. Yeah, I agree. No, don't do that. Yep. That's bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at least it could be. This is Talk of the Town on Super Talk 1270 on Tech Tuesday. We're talking with Marlo Anderson. Uh, when we come back, okay, what day is it? It's Tuesday. But it is Tuesday. What day is it on the national calendar day? Because apparently we were wrong with what we ran at the top of the hour this morning with National Barbecued Spare Ribs Day. That was. Oh, the- that's just so, sounds good. Yeah, it does sound good. you got to start bringing in samples. I will. All right, this is uh, Talk of the Town brought to you by Dvorak Motors, where you're family for a lifetime on Super Talk 1270 and Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town on Facebook, Super Talk 1270. Welcome back to Talk of the Town on Super Talk 1270. So I got my headphones on, paying attention, and you and I were not talking this- again. Yeah, I know. We have the most interesting conversations offline uh, between the breaks. This is Talk the Town on Tech Tuesday. I'm your host, Steve Bach, along with Marlo Anderson. This hour of the program brought to you by Dvorak Motors, where you're family for a lifetime. And Hit Inc., Independence, Dignity, Respect, Hit Inc. Uh, did you have anything else to add on the uh, the electric vehicles? Oh, we can talk forever on it okay. if you want, but we uh, can save some to no, the next No, I time. want to get into the graham crackers. So <laughs> now, today is... It is Graham Cracker Day. Right. National yes. Day calendar, uh, and we air that uh, top of the hour, 9 o'clock every morning here on Super Talk 1270. Um, but apparently there was a little glitch because it's not National Barbecue Spare Rib Day. Right. Like I was really excited about. So I'm about. sure if people were listening at that time and they heard, that was uh, yesterday. Well, welcome to July 4th, and people are like, wasn't July 4th yesterday? Or am I reliving it again? Well, wait a minute. Why don't we just do a Groundhog Day? I'm out of here. That's right. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. We're, we're <laughs> off today. You're off today. Today's the 4th. <laughs> but I'm sure people were probably wondering. And I'm sure they're like, oh, that's right. Nobody's back to work yet. So Right. But, yeah, it's actually Graham Cracker Day. So this, I think this is so cool. So Sylvester Graham or Graham. How do you say it? Graham. Graham. All Graham. Right. I'll work on Long that. Long A. So I, I, I think, and the only reason I think that is my grandmother used to make flat bra. Okay. And you need grain flour. Okay. So that was. Yes, because it is. Uh, so. And I always grew up with it, Graham. He thought that. Uh, if you know, why don't you give us a call at 701-663-1270. We'll ask the listeners. Is it Graham or Graham? I'd love to know. how. I, I say Graham. I always have. Well, I know with the little cereal, it's Teddy Grahams, right? That's true, yes. But don't they spell it? They might spell it a little bit differently. Yeah, I think it's G-R-A-M. So, Sylvester Graham, Graham, I'm going to have a problem saying this now. Sylvester G. Sylvester G. (laughs) Um, There was a move on back starting in the 1800s and went into when when cornflakes was developed in in the early 1900s that uh, bland unexciting food was a thing they thought that till they became frosted flakes and put sugar on it and then, right yeah, right but but corn, corn cornflakes were designed the same way they were a health food that was designed to be not exciting so that people would just eat it for the sake of eating to to sustain yourself as opposed to enjoying it. You well, shouldn't enjoy food. food. Really? Yeah, that was the thing. You shouldn't enjoy My food. My problem. 
so that's what, and that's what the the graham cracker was developed around as well. He wanted this bland cracker that would, you know, healthy but would sustain you when needed, and it was easy to transport and that type of thing. What's hilarious about it to me is that the most decadent desserts in the world are made with graham, graham cracker crust. That's correct. Isn't that something? So your cheesecakes, I mean, all of this stuff have graham cracker crust built into them. Isn't that, to me, it's hilarious. See, I consider graham crackers a healthy snack. I've, lo- I've always loved the graham crackers by ones? themselves. Yeah, oh. yeah. Yeah, they're good. Yeah. People will drink them with, or have a little milk with them, Relatively you know. healthy. Yeah. Don't have to add anything on. Yeah. So anyway, I, I think little, that's kind of funny. My grandmother would break up graham crackers with little sugar and yep. milk. And, and Kellogg's was the same way. Quick because they got really mushy in a hurry. Kellogg's actually had, uh, oh, what's the place in Michigan? Um, oh, I'll think of it in a second here. Uh, the place where, where Kellogg's was um, actually had a... Health facility, you know, and I'm putting my air quotes up around that because people would go there. Where was it? I'm holding up a Battle mitt. Creek, Michigan. Battle Creek, that's yes. down here. Yes, okay. See, Michigan, you have to put yes. your hand up like Yes, a you do. Thank but, you. That you, actually helped me when you did that, actually. Because you go, okay, here's, yep. oh, Battle Creek. Yep, it's Battle Creek. Battle Creek, Kalamazoo. Yep. And they had, uh, so Kellogg's had, or Kellogg had this kind of health, I mean, if you have, if you're suffering from anything, and he always believed that diet would help you, so so he, he put that in Iowa. He cre- he created huh. these these cornflakes that were bland and and again not exciting food that he and other things that he would serve to people because they, he wanted people to not enjoy eating. It was just a way that you just you you needed to eat, but it shouldn't be a joyful experience. And that was their their theory behind all of this. Obviously, it wasn't successful there, but the invention of cereals became a huge hit, obviously. And when you added a little frosting to it, it became Frosted well, yeah, Flakes. Then frosted it, Flakes. Then it became... and and It's like, I love shredded wheat. Oh, like I do, too. shredded wheat, but it's got to be the... The coated, Frosted Yeah, ones, the yeah. Frosted... Yeah. And if they're not, then you put sugar on yeah, it. Yeah. Right? So so, I, mean, I actually... I, I, I don't eat sugar is I, I very don't. much... Honey. I'm a big honey guy. So, anyway. So... That's the story behind it, you know. Honey does a lot of good things. Is but there a National Honey Day? There is a National Honey Day. So, and then of course it's Bikini Day as well. Oh yeah, that that's a whole segment. <laughs> <laughs> well, you really got more excited about that than you did about the crackers there. Yeah. I'm trying to figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, actually, I, I made an observation. So we were out in Cal- my mom lives in California, and we went out to visit her, and then spent a couple days at the beach. And I don't think anybody doesn't. Anybody that goes to the beach in Southern California, we're down in the San Diego area, Encinitas. And I have a hard time recalling anybody not wearing a thong. Wow. I, I, a lot of people shouldn't have been wearing thongs, but everybody wore a thong. Interesting. That's all I'm going to say is interesting. <laughs> You've got more. Because I know you do. <laughs> I, we'll just let it go there. I just know personally I would... <laughs> It's like you wouldn't catch me in one. That's all I'm going to say. Thank you. I, we thank I, you for that. I I, I don't want to be the beached whale out on the on the <laughs> out there. You know, no, I'm, it, I'm afraid people would actually come up and think I am, and then try start to rescue dragging me. you back yeah. into the ocean. Yeah, because uh, I'm not a fan of the ocean either. So <laughs> there's sharks out there, you know. Yeah, actually, I was watching a thing on the news this morning about uh, the purple sea urchin infestations killing all the kelp beds. 
Going about that back either. to the car thing. Yes. So they figured out because you crack them open and the little mollusk inside yeah. the sea urchin yeah. on these purple sea urchins, yeah. which previously they didn't have a use for, um, it looks like a little uh, oyster. So now they're becoming a delicacy nas- uh, internationally as sushi. Put them on a. Okay. Yeah, so it's a type of sushi. Interesting. So now there's a market to harvest them and start getting rid of them because they're destroying the kelp beds. Yep, yep. Well, there you go. Full circle. Yes. I wonder if they have that at the sushi bar. In they Europe. may. They may. We'll have to go check that we'll out. Have to go. All right. <laughs> well, we should talk about the about bikinis because yeah. there's actually a tech twist to the bikini. There's a tech twist? I know you'd love that. We'll do that after the break. When we come back, uh, we're talking with Marlo Anderson. This is Talk of the Town on Super Talk 1270, this hour of the program brought to you by Big Boy. Just get in line, it moves fast, as well as Dvorak Motors, where you're family for a lifetime. This is a Tech Tuesday with Marlo Anderson. I'm Steve Bakken, your host on Super Talk 1270. Welcome back to Talk of the Town on Super Talk 1270. I almost forgot to turn the pot up again. again. Well, it's up, but it's just not on because yeah. I shut it up. <laughs> Caught it, though. <laughs> this is Talk of the Town on Super Talk 1270. I'm your host, Steve Bakken. Good Tuesday morning, the day after Independence Day. Unless you listen to the National Day calendar at the top of the hour, then, <laughs> then it wasn't. <laughs> we ran yesterday's, so I'm not sure why that didn't get updated. So um, it is not National Barbecued Spare Rib Day, although that does sound so good. When's lunch? I'm getting hungry. Um, it is National Graham Cracker Day. Yes. And it is National Bikini Day. Yes. And there's a tech side to bikinis. Well, it's related to nuclear. Oh, Bikini Atoll. That's correct. That's correct. So um, after the first test, so a total of, I just looked this up, uh, 23 nuclear tests on the remote ring of islands that make up the Bikini Atoll. And it's interesting that after the very first test, oh, my goodness. They need a radiation suit, so they came up with a bikini to send the troops into. Yeah, I wish it was that easy. (laughs) Um, I'm trying to remember the designer's name. But, like, three days after the first nuclear test, he came out with his line of bikinis. But he named the bikini because of the nuclear tests. Did he have a name before I don't, the nuclear test? I'm not sure, but it was. if it was, then it was changed to Bikini. So that's where the name Bikini became, you know, a thing. Well, it must have had a previous name because he had the clothing line ready to go. Yes. And then the test, oh, let's name it Bikini. Yeah. I, so I'm it sure. must have been ready to launch as something else. And I'm sure, I mean, you know, they talk about, you know, walking on Bikini and things. So a lot of people didn't even use the atoll part of when you're describing the island chains, you know. So I guess you can go there now. You can't eat the food, any food that would be harvested in the area, but you can actually go there now and walk the beaches and things again, but you'd have to bring your I'll own. Pass. I think most people would, yeah. I, yep. No. It's probably pretty. It was probably a pretty atoll. I'm sure. It's probably gorgeous now, and I don't know if they have any type of... I'll have to look into this and see if people are actually going there or whatever. But, yeah, it's hard to believe that's 75 years ago already. I wonder, because of the nuclear, if that's where they filmed Jurassic Park. Maybe so. Because that's a real thing. Yeah, sure. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Although you watch it in a movie today, and it'll be it'll be true twenty years from now. Although so. full circle, you know, maybe Godzilla. Maybe so. Maybe Godzilla. Maybe, maybe so. that's where Godzilla hangs out. Well, I had heard some. What's the deal with the woolly mammoth? Have you heard? This? No, I haven't heard that. There's, there's they're trying actually... to replicate the gene because very similar to an elephant. Yeah. So they could they, they were thinking they could implant that gene and and either get a hybrid or or get back to a woolly mammoth by using elephants. You you know more than I do, but I'd heard that there's been some work on because they had found some DNA or something to a, yeah. a usable DNA. Very well preserved because woolly mammoths in glaciers and cold climates. Wasn't and, that found here, though, in North Dakota? Well, I haven't heard about that. I North think Dakota so. One. I think it was found in North Dakota, this DNA sample mm. or whatever. Because so, they pulled um, DNA and, and fur out of glaciers up in. Right. Up north, further right. north. So, anyway, I don't. We'll have to check into that sometime. I hate to even bring things up that I don't know was about. Was it wearing a bikini? <laughs> that would be quite the sight, right? <laughs> right. All right, so I, I'm thinking uh, Raquel Welch and oh yeah, her fur bikini. Yeah, what was the name of that? Was like uh, was Some, Ringo Starr in that BC too? BC or something? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, I think they said three words the entire movie. Yeah, but well, it was the movie was about her wearing the furry bikini. That's true. That's why everybody went to it. Exactly. Yeah, or it, actually, probably the most famous pinup. Girl poster prior to Farrah Fawcett. Yes. Everybody had the Raquel Welch right. in, the, in fur the fur bikini from the movie. Yep. And yep. then, then Farrah showed up and, well, so next. We're going to get off the bikini thing now. Really? Yeah. All right, a little tease. we got about two minutes. Oh, flying cars then. Okay, flying cars. So I can we can probably talk about this in two minutes, actually. Um, Jetson Arrow has already taken more than 400 pre-orders uh, for its Jetson 1. Meet George Jetson. Now I gotta have that song in my head. Ninety-two thousand dollars. That's it. A Tesla costs more than that. Yeah, that's my point. Uh, there's another company called Ehang that's hoping to introduce cars, flying cars, at fifteen thousand dollars. So this is, there is a company interesting. Called so, Hang Ten. It's gonna have a ten thousand dollar car. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. That's that's great. Yeah, <laughs> but anyway, um, the founder Tomez uh, Payton Patton P A T A N completed the world's first commute. In, a, in an EVTOL, an electric vertical takeoff and landing machine, on in May 2021. So, what kind of range? So these typically have about a 20 to 40 mile range. So I don't know about this particular one. The E-Hang has about a 40 mile range, but you you charge it up when you go to work if you need to. Yeah, you just fly back home. You know, just like an electric vehicle. Yeah, and you've a, actually ridden in a flying two car. Of them. Yeah, two, two. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. So, and, so there's not an issue with payload. <laughs> <laughs> so I could get one. <laughs> the next time I'm in one, there'll be less of a payload too, by the way. Oh my goodness, you're hilarious. I am the celebrate every day guy. I have to eat pizza and donuts and well, things, yeah, you know. Yeah, celebrate so. the day. There, there is. I'm with you. That's, that's, I, I'm right there that's with the you. That's the problem with what I do, you know. So. <laughs>
There's more of those than there is National Take a Hike Day. That's the problem. Uh, well, so you came up with the calendar. That's that's on you. I was influenced. <laughs> and speaking of influencing National Day calendar, we'll talk about that coming up oh, yeah. later next hour as well. This is Talk of the Town on Super Talk 1270. I'm your host, Steve Bogan, on Text Tuesday, along with Marlo Anderson. So the program brought to you by Dvorak Motors, where you're family for a lifetime. And Big Boy, just get in line. It moves fast. LXX AM, Mandan Bismarck, a Town Square media station, broadcasting from the View Community Credit Union Studio. Here, Bismarck Mandan, Super Talk 1270. Welcome back to Talk of the Town on Super Talk 1270. You're tuned to Talk of the Town on Super Talk 1270. I'm your host, Steve Bakken. This is a Tech Tuesday along with Marlo Anderson, my Co-host on Tech Tuesdays, uh, this hour of the program brought to you by Hit Inc., Independence, Dignity, Respect, Hit Inc., and Dvorak Motors, where your family for a lifetime. Let's see now. We were going to start with some stuff last hour and went entirely several different directions. Yes. You know what got me off is the fact that it's not National Barbecue <laughs> Spare Ribs Day. That was yesterday. You're just so disappointed about I that. I was. Uh, today's actually National Graham Cracker Day right. and Bikini Day. So we clarified that. That's where all this started. I, so it's not I, my fault. Fortunately for the listeners, you and I are not on together five days a week. Well, yeah. Because <laughs> the roller coaster of a conversation that you and I have is always incredible to me uh, every week. Yeah, I, during the break, we were in, like fascinated with the radar It's uh, <laughs> on the weather. By the way, if you're down in the Mobridge area... A uh, pretty good line of heavy thunderstorms yeah. coming through with some high wind, uh, potential hail. Uh, so keep your eye on the weather if you're down in the, the Mobridge area or west of Mobridge right well, I now think even, it's moving in. I'm, I'm betting south of us there's going to be some flooding issues as yeah. well because we've some, had some flooding already. So. And some heavy wind with that as well, yeah. so yeah. with that system. But uh, we're just getting the nice rain and... Uh, a little bit of yellow, but that's going to miss us as well here in the Bismarck-Mandan area. Uh, but down south, the big heavy cell, you know, that purple kind? Yep. Yeah, that's yep. that's bad weather good. comes out of the purple kind. Yep. Um, getting back to what we were going to start the show right. with. Yes. So deep fake. Are you familiar with that term? Uh, okay, so deep state. Okay. We're familiar with that term. Okay. So deep fake would Videos. be... Okay, not where I was thinking. Okay, yeah, so deep fakes are videos that have been... Edited or... Yeah, and and they're so good now. The software is so good. So it, it started with in the movie industry. Yeah, CGI and... Exactly, and you could have, like, Al Pacino look younger in, in, in a movie set or whatever and then make him look older without without makeup. I mean, these, these deep fakes allow... God, can't, why can't we do that in radio? That's a good question because you don't need to. I, hey, I, <laughs> there's, there's a reason that you and I are in radio. If I could be twenty years, look well, twenty years true. younger. I'd that's be all true. over that. So anyway, this this technology has become less and less expensive. So it's not just in the movie industry anymore. You can rel- anybody can relatively, you know, get the software now, and then with a little programming expertise, not a lot, but a little bit. A person can train in this, and then you could create deep fakes or whatever. So there's a very, very uh, popular deep fake on on TikTok. Uh, I was just going to say, like with, the Russians do on TikTok. Uh, Tom Cruise. There's this guy that's running around that that actually does these little scenes 
um, and then does a deep fake on it. So it, it, he looks just like Tom Cruise, although he isn't really Tom Cruise. Does uh, he do his own stunts? I'm not sure. I'm not sure about Tom that. Tom does his own stunts. He does. He does. Uh, but, but it, it, you know, not to get into conspiracy stuff, but, you know, you and I can talk politics all day long. And I just wonder. It's funny that you moving talk forward, conspiracy now, stuff and then automatically go to politics. I'm mm. not sure why that would be. I don't know. <laughs> but I have a feeling. I mean, I know we've seen some of this already, but I have a feeling that deep fakes are going to become very prominent this political season because you can take a video of somebody and make them look like they've said something else. Right. Or you can actually have I could I could sit you down, Steve Bakken, and make you look like our president. And you could you could actually say things and then that the voice that you use, you don't have to do anything. The deep fake will actually impose Joe Biden on your face and will actually emulate Joe's voice. So then and it looks so good sometimes that people cannot Tell the difference, and you can do this with any political figure. With, um, I mean, and my concern is, and I'm not just picking on Joe here. I don't um, stiff people, so it okay. Work, yeah. uh, but but what about what about a terrorist that decides that they're going to do something? I mean, I, I think the ramifications of this are significant. And so the, the, until we have maybe something in place that can detect these, and I'm sure there's softwares in place that can detect these as well. But the problem is, is that you can send something out. Let's say you're a terrorist cell, and uh, um, we'll pick on Putin for example. They somebody wants to go after Putin for whatever reason, they can actually say something. I couldn't think of any reasons to go after. Well, Putin. okay, but they could say something like like Putin's going to do something over here. And this goes out on social media, and the whole country, like the Ukraine, goes crazy because they have something that Putin really didn't say that could rile up an entire nation until it's proven, until it's not proven, or until it's proven that it's false. So this technology's been around for a while. You've been able to do that, but it was high, high tech. It's high, high tech, and it was expensive. Not high, high tech. So people who had the wherewithal to do it, so like. It's like buying Photoshop. Yes. Now. Yes. So if you were a drug cartel and wanted to influence something or a country, you could do this because it was it was expensive. Now you and I uh, could probably buy the software and and do these things. So you don't have to be a well-funded terrorist organization or whatever to do this. And the chaos that you can create because you have the means to distribute through social media before they shut you down because there's always a window. You know, you post something and then they can come out two hours later and then they can take you down if they notice that maybe it's fake or whatever. But there's always but a window, just like a virus. viral already. Oh my goodness. You can, you can, you, you can incite a crowd. You, yeah. Cause people yeah. will copy it. They'll, they'll, they'll do all kinds of stuff with it. Right. So it's, it really. So I'll now we got to get a video fact checker on top of the regular yes. fact checker. And, and there, you know, there are a lot, a lot of technologies that we can debate about like AI and, and what it's going to do to maybe the world as we move forward. People will say it's going to be better for the world. Some people think it's going to be a, a, um, Terminator type of scenario because they'll become self-aware and, and take over everything. Well, we talked but, about AI last week and, yes. and it's getting there, but it's a debate. 
It's a right. debate of good versus evil. But they just um, had that AI computer that was, oh, its number one concern was, are they going to shut me off? Right, right. But it's still it's still a debate, you know, I, with with deep fakes. To me, it's not a debate anymore. I truly believe that there are going to be people that are going to use this for nefarious reasons to incite other individuals across our country, across the world, and we really have to be diligent when we see things on social media. It's already true anyway. I mean, I even in my Is own it? personal life, I can give you many, many examples. Uh, in fact, one that's going on right now and, and, uh, of things that are probably not true, but people have a way to spread a message, right? So that's the challenge. It's, it's the wonderful thing about where we live. It's also the challenge about where we live is that we have free speech and that we're able to say the things that we have on our minds. Um, but it's easy, you know, if, if you don't like Joe Biden and Joe Biden were to, if there's a video that came out and said something, that you really were against, yeah, and this video went crazy. You're going to key you can, into what? Oh my goodness! You already feel, or and believe. if you feel the other way too, if you're if you're not a fan of of Trump, for example, I mean, you, you could go crazy. And there are deep, there are they've already been, they've already done. I've already seen some deep fakes of Biden and Trump, and my goodness, I cannot tell the difference. Right now, so, most of them are just memes, but most of them are just memes. Yeah, but yeah, okay, so. Yeah. Where's the technology at to identify that? Because that, that's the pro and the con with right. the social media and stuff is you got to take a lot of it with a grain of salt. And and I kind of attest, uh, equate it a little bit to the squeaky wheel principle. With social media, the squeaky wheel just got squeakier. And unless you do your homework, that could be a very small minority of popular opinion. But with social media or now these videos – that squeaky wheel just got squeakier and, and it curries attention when it's the squeaky wheel. I think the best thing you can do in all of this stuff is the due diligence that you just talked about. You know, don't have a knee jerk reaction to something you've read or heard, especially on social media. Take some time, sit back, think about it. Maybe do some other investigation. If you don't know all the facts, don't comment. I mean, that's just, it's as simple as that. Don't incite other people if you don't have all the facts already to something. Once you have accumulated the facts and you have an, uh, uh, an opinion that you can honestly say, I understand all the players in this, all the things that have happened. This video doesn't make any sense to me. There's no way that, that, that our president would say this. Then you can say, or, or you've gone to a fact, fact checker site, like, like, I, I call it Snoops, but I think it's pronounced Snopes, uh, S-N-O-O-P-E-S. And you can go and you can check, you know, if it's a true fact or not. And then you can actually come back and say, you know what? This is fake. You know, stop spreading this around or whatever, but you need to step back and no knee jerk reactions to things. The problem in that lies in that though is, where social media is gone, it's clickbait. And we're inherently lazy as a society, or we just don't have the time to spend doing diligence on right. things as trivial as social media. Then the answer is simple. You just don't comment. Don't comment. Yeah. Scroll through it and, and view it as entertainment value. There you go. Or, that, that could be a way to approach it. Or yeah. I'm not on it. I, I just... I, I 
don't spend time. My wife is addicted to Facebook. She is on Facebook all the time. I'm like, what are you doing? It's a, you know, remember the days when people just used to post pictures of their food? Right. <laughs> what happened to those good days? I almost miss those, don't you? Some people still do, by the way. <laughs> My wife still does. She posts pictures of shrimp all the time, and people love it. On the so, Barbie? Wherever. <laughs> <laughs> if it was on the Barbie, she'd be posting that oh, shrimp as well. So, yeah, yes. Shrimp on the Barbie and, and barbecued spare ribs go well together. I've heard that. I, I wish it was barbecue spare rib day. <laughs> this is Talk of the Town on Super Talk 1270. I'm your host, Steve Bakken, on a Tech Tuesday, along with my co-host, Marlo Anderson. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more. We're, we're, we're going to save French fries. We're, we're not okay. going to talk French fries yet. We'll save that to maybe we'll, the yeah, bottom of the hour. We'll, we'll save that to the because we're going to leave need two segments. Cryptocurrency. Yeah, we'll come back and talk crypto. I have uh, some cool news in this space. We're going to need at least two segments to talk french fries. Probably. Okay. This is Talk of the Town on Super Talk 1270. Talk of the Town. 70. Welcome back to Talk of the Town on Super Talk 1270. Ah, uh, National Day calendar. Today is not short t- uh, rib day. You really are disappointed about am. that. Yeah, well, you know, it's my fault. I didn't see that yesterday anyway. Just go have a cheesecake instead. No. You can, you can celebrate Graham Cracker Day. Though. Yeah, Graham and Bikini Day. And Bikini Day. Probably not a Try cheesecake, cheesecake while wearing a bikini. <laughs> 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 Those two just don't go together for some strange reason. Yeah. I'm not sure why. Uh reason that's important is uh, we're going to talk French fries coming up at the bottom of the yes. hour. And, and, and we are. A little campaign that somebody started... Uh, to try to influence Marlowe and the National Day calendar. Yeah. We're going to talk about that uh, after the next break. But uh, right now we were going to talk about crypto. This is Talk of the Town on Super Talk 1270. Uh, Tech Tuesday with my co-host Marlo Anderson. This hour of the program brought to you by Big Boy. Just get in line and moves fast. As well as Hit Inc. Independence, Dignity, Respect, Hit Inc. Marlo, crypto. You said well, some exciting it's, things. Yeah, it's... I don't know. It's it's kind of sad for some people too. I mean, so many people are getting laid off in Russia and and uh, things because of the plummeting crypto uh, valuation of things. Right? You know, it's really sad that that the people who I guess I don't who, follow it. I know it was really well. It's it's a sad day because um, you know the people who who uh, scam us here in the United States for ransomware and computer help or whatever. They don't know what to do anymore because crypto has been devalued so much that the value of their services, you know, to scam us, uh, it's not worth their time anymore. So, you know, when you get ransomware and they want... They A lot want, of it was in crypto now. They're well, like, they all, they all, so they all want crypto. you to send crypto for it, right? Well, they've they've banked up a bunch of crypto, but that has the prices of that has just crashed, right? So what is the price so gone from? Sixty-six thousand to nineteen thousand for for Bitcoin, but some of them have dropped. So that's what right. Uh, Bitcoin's Bitcoin is kind of the strongest yeah. standard. Of yep, yep. Crypto. But a lot of them have dropped to you know it's just crazy the crash right now. It's like Marlow currency. You could come up with your own exactly, whatever. exactly. But but I do feel sorry. So just Is your name I, on, the I, I, on the coin. I, I my picture is should it? Yeah. Okay. Do you want some? Yeah, sure. Okay. The. Uh, <laughs> So the industry is crazy. So the Russian mob, for example, has basically boiler rooms, and you could go to work for them as a scam artist. 
So you get paid a salary plus like a commission. So if, if Steve, the scam artist, scan or cons Marlowe out of a thousand dollars to fix my computer because I got ransomware on my computer or whatever, you make a, you make a couple extra dollars for that. But you know, they also, they also offer health care and retirement <laughs> plans. It's crazy. It's, it's, it's actually a career. And they with think benefits. nothing with benefits, you know. Uh, and th- this is why I feel bad about this because because these people now are, are losing their jobs, these scam artists, you know. I, I'm not even sure what they call them. How do you advertise for that in Russia or Nigeria or whatever? Um, where so you feel bad for them, but what I'm about just, the people getting scammed? I'm just having fun. Hmm. Uh, the nice thing is is that the the scam world is in turmoil right now. Because they've been so based on crypto being the standard form of payment, and they've built up all this crypto that's now crashing, and they're trying to figure it out. So this morning, we were talking about this over coffee. We think that the scam artist should now move to a barter system. So (laughs) in order to get my computer fixed, I'm going to send the Russian mob two chickens now. Uh, I think it's a fair trade. So it's kind of like uh, going to Art in the Park this weekend because you can barter with the, sure. all the vendors. Sure, why not? I don't want to pay that. If I buy more and pay cash, then yes, yes. You or here's the my chicken. processing fee or here's my chicken. Yeah, please take my chicken. So, Which so are I, legal in Mandan. Yes, You can have by the chickens way. in Mandan. It's so funny you went not to that. I Bismarck. can't even. Oh, we had a whole whole thing set up this morning about how a person could maybe have 16 or 20 chickens running around your, your place because you only can have four, but we figured out how you can do more. Oh, you figured out how to circumvent so the if system. anybody wants to call me about that, that would be fine because if you want to have more chickens, please call me. Can you have a chicken for every person in your household? I think you can have you can have four in your yard. Uh, I love how you went and looked at the phone lines. Just checking. <laughs> well, we don't have the flashy light thingy, so. That's right. Don't you think it'd be fun to have a community coop? <laughs> <laughs> and and you said <laughs> who gets to shovel the community yeah. poop? <laughs> and you said it on the border of four different <laughs> yards, right in the corner. Like we could have our own four four corners, you know, so four people or four four uh, four uh, property owners could come into this and have our own community coop. And then we have sixteen chickens that we could, you know, I don't know. I'm just how do you split fun. up the eggs? I think if you have 16 chickens, you're going to have enough eggs for everybody. Probably. So just saying. Sell them? I just, I, I'm having fun, of course, but why not? Anyway. Might as well set up the commune. What the heck? But this is what's fun about <laughs> the, the only real positive that I could come out of the, the crash of the cryptocurrency thing is the fact that these scam artists, and I have to admit, I've noticed a lessening in the last couple of weeks of the number of emails that are coming at me, you know, that I've won something or that, you know, some princess in Nigeria has left me $4.2 million. Um, I haven't seen a lot of, of uh, scams coming into the, um, to our computer shop, you know, even, even, and I, I, this is not to pick on older people. It's just that they're more susceptible because they don't understand this stuff. You know, we used to, somebody comes in that's 85 years old and they're trying to buy cryptocurrency for the first time in our shop. We usually think that there's something going on and we generally find out that there is something going on and they're trying to buy crypto because they have something pop up in their computer or whatever. So, um, but the frequency of that has dropped off as well. So 
Not the frequency of my phone calls. I've noticed I've that. You've been busy. A ton of scam phone calls with the piggyback numbers out of North Dakota. Interesting. That's gone up. Interesting. That, that's gone up a lot over the last month and a half. I wonder how they get paid. I don't know. Probably not crypto. Maybe chickens. Maybe chickens. <laughs> uh, so something a little tech here. Um, there's been a big onus in North Dakota on um, – data centers and crypto mining yeah. in North Dakota. Yeah. So how does that play out is, is is so is the crypto mining thing just a legal version of what no. the Russian mafia is doing? No, or? not at all. Um crypto mining is 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 payment for services. So when you for example buy something with crypto, um let's let's say I went to a, a hotel that takes Bitcoin, okay? They have to process that fee no different than a Visa or MasterCard. There's a processing that has to go on. Instead of going to the Visa or MasterCard main office where their servers are or wherever they have that data center, right, or data center, however you prefer to say it, um, it's democratized. So you and I, we can have our computers mining, and then all of a sudden my computer says, hey, Steve's buying or getting a room, renting a room in Las Vegas uh, with his Bitcoin, we're going to pay you to process that. So gotcha. that's how mining, and, and I'm just, that's a very basic way to, to describe this. There's, but there's many transactional things that happen throughout the world, um, that we all get to take a part of and get to share in the wealth creation of, you know, these services that are performed. Uh, because of that. So, so if that makes sense. Is there another side of that, too? Because uh, one of the other ways it was explained to me as well is there – you need so many servers doing all this work because it, 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 it takes a ton of electricity. Yes. So you need all these servers because they're also working in fractions of fractions. Yes, they are. Financially. Yes. And those add up. Yes. But, you know, you could have your computer – I mean, I could set your computer up at home to be a miner. Now, you're probably going to spend more on electricity than you are, you know, making money right now. And it's, it's gotten worse all the time because it's becoming fraction as a fraction. So in order, in order to make this work, you need to have huge places that have cheap or a way to have cheap electricity. This is how it works. But if you are, if you're big enough, it can be worth many millions of dollars a month. And some people have figured that out. Well, so. that's why a lot of the focus has gone into up in the oil patch with flared well yeah. gas. Yeah, because you can convert it to electricity relatively inexpensively, right. and then and then you're off to the races. Fascinating. Yeah. You know what else is fascinating? What's that? French fries. I hear we're going to be talking about that. We're, we're going to be talking about French fries when we come back. This is Talk of the Town on Super Talk 1270 on a Tech Tuesday. Marlo Anderson, my co-host, Mr. National Day Calendar, and today is Graham Cracker and Bikini Day. Yes. Not many people want to wear a bikini after they eat cheesecake. I'm just saying. Or outside right now when it's Or outside right now. But when we come back, we're going to talk French fries and National Day calendar and the big movement that is taking place. I'm Steve Bakken, your host on Talk of the Town on Super Talk 1270. Talk Art Man Dan. Super Talk 1270. Welcome back to Talk of the Town on Super Talk 1270. Celebrate every day. Listen daily for the National Day Calendar Radio Short on Super Talk 1270 and the free Super Talk 1270 app. 
But there could be a new day coming up. I'm Steve Bach and your host. Well, not a new day, just a new day slot. Day that it falls on. Day that it falls on. Might get changed. Yeah. Interesting. Maybe. Uh, this is Talk of the Town on Superdoc 1270 on a Tech Tuesday with Marlo Anderson, my co-host on Tech Tuesdays. And this is how the program brought to you by Dvorak Motors, where you're family for a lifetime, as well as Big Boy. Just get in line. It moves fast. You know what they have at Big Boy? French fries. French fries. I've heard this. With gravy. I've heard that as well. Chicken gravy. It's now, pretty I grew good with gravy. Beef gravy, but yeah. I've acclimated. It, it, Gravy's gravy. It's good. Chicken gravy makes sense when it's at a chicken place. Right. I'm just saying. Yeah, so does beef gravy make sense at a beef place? Yes. Okay, see? Simple. Although just... I've been at a beef place sometimes, and they have white gravy. I've never understood that, actually. But Well, the white gravy is actually chicken fried steak. Sure. It, that's like country, a... country gravy. Okay. I don't even know what goes in. Or with sausage gravy. in it, it's, it's sausage gravy, biscuits and gravy okay. gravy. That's true. A little yeah. spicy, a little peppery. Yeah, I like little, that. Yeah, you put a little pepper in yeah. there, some spices. Yeah. Gravy's gravy. I love gravy. But I heard on French fries it's really good. Yes, on French fries is exceptional. However. We have Big Boy here with chicken gravy on yeah. French fries and yeah. other places. Yeah, I grew up in Grand Forks, so Big Sioux Truck Stop, it was beef gravy. Anybody that's gone to UND back in the day, uh, Big Tr- Sioux Truck Stop, it was... Beef gravy. On Is that where you went, fries. like, after the game or anything? Uh, or French fries? After or. La- later in the day <laughs> or earlier in the morning, the morning, whatever you want to call there it. There you go. Yeah, that, yeah. That's where everybody I gotcha. went. Yeah. That uh, last meal. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but French fries are a big deal. They are a big deal. And a national chain... Checkers and Rally, if you've been driving around the country anywhere, they're big down south. Yep. Uh, checkers restaurants, rallies, part of that. It's kind of like uh, uh, here we have Hardee's. If you go most other places in the country, especially the West Coast, it's Carl's Jr. Right. Same company. Right. Just different branding pieces yep. to it. Um, so that's kind of how Rallies and Checkers works. That's correct. Well, Checkers decided that they may have had a little issue with one of your days. Yeah, I guess. Sort of. I think they do actually have an issue. Yeah, or at least not the day itself, but where the day falls. Right, that's the issue, yep. So they've launched this big ad campaign, this big marketing piece, which launched this morning to try to influence you. (laughs) I'm laughing at them, by the way. Yes. They're trying to influence you on National Day calendar. Right. So, little backstory: they they reached out to you and wanted to to change a day. Yeah. So they want to change French Fry Day, which lands on July thirteenth, which is next Wednesday, right? Uh, this year, uh, to to the second Friday of July. So they would like French Friday or National Friday always on a Friday, always on a Friday. So what's on that Friday this year? I do not actually. I don't know what else would fall on it this year, but the campaign is to actually have it so it changes its, its own day for next year. So it would be on the second Friday in in uh, twenty twenty three. So this year it's still the same. Like Memorial Day is always on the Monday, right? Right. So they're hoping that by doing this, that through the power of whatever, um, that I will. Talk to the committee. <laughs> Talk to our committee to convince them 
to change the national day so that it will land on a Friday. Now, I will say it's pretty clever. We've been asked this probably a few times in the past, never at this level, and never in a campaign that named me personally. You know, so it's I guess it's rather funny. It is kind of funny. And and you can go to the, the, the picture of you is <laughs> kind of funny. <laughs> well, what's crazy is that, uh, well, there's a couple things. So you can, you can go to Friday to Friday.com. So that's F R Y D A Y T O F R I D A Y. So Friday to Friday.com. Now think of this in terms of uh, everybody out there in a big national company, a big national chain. With a marketing campaign, they came up with an idea, but they need one little thing to happen, and we've got that one little thing in Marlow. So you can go there if you want, and and if you if you would like to say that yes, you want to change Friday to land on Friday, then you can actually click the petition to do that, and that's what they're hoping for is that they're, they're going to collect enough people over the next week now to convince me. To change this day, and you get free fries if you go. You do quick. get. They, they are bribing people, which is yeah. kind of interesting to me. So if you live in an area where there's a checkers and rallies, you can click on that and get a free order of French fries as well. Um, but it gets in, it gets more interesting than that, and I don't know how much more you want to get into this before we um, go to break here. But what to me, what's really interesting is they're coming here. So what's the tipping point then? I don't know. So my question is, is there a certain number? Is it 100,000, 200,000? I don't know. We, we, we looked like 20 minutes ago. Yeah, there's like there's 15, only 15,000 that has signed up just this morning, and I think it's only been live for a little bit. We've been teasing the site a little bit. Uh, I've been I, I'm, I've been trying to, you know, let checkers know on my own social media posts that they're not going to be successful at trying to convince me this way. Now, granted, if they get a lot of people, that that will take that into consideration. But I think it's better if you um, talk to me logically instead about this. And the and the French Friday landing on a Friday makes a lot more sense to me logically than where it lands right now. Well, so it that, does, but that upsets the whole calendar. It does upset the calendar, and we're going to have to make some changes to it if if this becomes a thing. There's one in Minnesota. Right, that's in like Eden Prairie, I yeah. believe. Yeah, I don't believe there's there's that's the closest one, and that yeah, would be what about five hundred miles away. Wisconsin's got four. Trying to look at uh, any states going. Nebraska doesn't have any. But what I what I love about this is that in the Bismarck Mandan area over the next week, they're launching uh, an ad blitz here. There are no checkers or rallies within five hundred miles of here, and they're buying up billboards. They have a a moving billboard, you know, like you see in L.A. or or Vegas or whatever. They have rented one, and you're going to see this rolling around the the city. I believe they're attempting to persuade people in our community. So when I run into them, they're going to try to talk me into changing the day. So it's going to be kind of a fun week around here, I think, because of this. So I have to ask, what's the number? I mean, I, I'm not going to free tell you French that. fries for life. Uh, what's <laughs> well, see this. No, <laughs> that's what you bribe Marlo with. If they if they sent me a card that said every time you're close to a, a checkers that you get free French fries or maybe a free meal or something. Now that that would be interesting to me. <laughs> I can go to checkers all the time, and uh, yeah. 
All right, let's so see. Uh, Rowley's has 310. Yep. Not, uh, yeah, they're further away. Indiana, I think. Okay. The closest. Steve's looking up all the different. How many were there for checkers? 20 in Michigan. I, I remember from when I lived in Michigan. Oh, yeah. Had, they're a big they're, deal. Yeah, they're a big deal. They're they're a fun place to go and, and have a burger and fries or a milkshake or a hot dog or whatever. They're very they're fun and they're 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 usually in those fun type of locations too, next yeah. to a, a fairgrounds or, or whatever. That's what they really look for. Huh. I think. So interesting. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so when we come back from the break, we're gonna talk a little bit more about uh, how you can go vote and what you're going to see yeah, driving there's more. around town and and, and Stuff. And, a, and a potential event yeah. at the end of this month, which is really yes. going to be a lot of fun. See, first thing I think of when I think of French fries is I went to UND. Yeah. Potato bowl. Yeah. So it should be on Saturday. Did you know that the Checkers French fries are made here in North Dakota? Yeah, Simplot. That's correct. Same as How McDonald's. did you know that? Hello, Grand Forks. I'm stunned that you knew that. Actually, and it's not Simplot. Not Simplot? No, Caval- um, Cavendish. Oh, Cavendish. Okay. Yes. Yep. So Spiritwood. Yes, that's correct. Because but it's cool. Yeah, because <laughs> this is Talk of the Town on Super <laughs> Talk Talk. Talk of the Town. Celebrate every day. Listen daily for the National Day Calendar Radio Short on Super Talk 1270 and the free Super Talk 1270 app. Celebrate every day. Could we what it says on my shirt. Could we celebrate a different day? We'll Maybe. still celebrate, but just on a different It'll day. Fall on a different day. Yeah. Checkers and Rally Restaurant uh, looking at coming in and uh, influencing Marlowe and his National Day calendar, trying to move a day. And now, you guys as as an organization have, have reshuffled some things in the past. Um, minor tweaks. Well, yeah, I don't know but if we've ever actually changed. There's the not date. a precedent to no, change a day. No. And the reason for it is, I mean, we've had people who we've worked with that have changed days before, you know, so they, they come in and they say, we want the third Thursday of the month. And then during the process say, you know what, we'd rather have it over here. So it's not established. French fry day is a very established day. right? So the problem is, is when, you know, if we were to change this, that, you know, you're probably going to be in a scenario for the next three to five years where. But I want this change. You're going to have. Well, I'm I'm more concerned about French Friday right now. That there's going to be two days that the media is going to report on for a while because the problem with a lot of the media is they'll pull an old story, right. think it's true, and then rewrite that story. Hence our whole discussion on fact checking yes. earlier. Yeah, yes. they just they don't fact check like they used to. So this is and this is really a problem with days who fall like on the third Thursday of the month or the second Friday like this, because a lot of media then will write that it felt that would fall on July 14th. And then somebody comes along two years later and sees July 14th instead of the second Friday of that year. And your calendar set up for the day. It it, is. It's the 13th, 14th, yep. 15th. It's, well, it's the we, date. But we do have a lot of, we have many days that fall on the first Monday, the, you know, the, the second Saturday, uh, the first day of summer is a big day. I mean, there must be 15 national days on the first day of summer, and that rolls between the the 19th and the 22nd of July. So there's know, a little so. flexibility in the or calendar. June. I mean, yep, yep. Which is why you have to buy a new calendar every year. That's right. Yes. Yeah. The calendar is never the same twice. No. Yeah. Yep. So 
there's a little more to this. I mean, they're bringing in a big ad campaign, and Bismarck Mandan is going to get saturated by checkers and rallies restaurants trying to influence you. Yeah. Yeah, so you're gonna be you're gonna see all these ads starting to pop up and this moving billboard across the area. Uh, in exchange for this, though, they're bringing their Fry Love Express. This oh, is yeah. a 65 foot French fry machine that's coming to Mandan and Bismarck. Now, if you've gone to UND and, and you're familiar with Potato Bowl, it's like the big French fry cook-off. Right. This They have a mobile unit for that. 65-foot mobile unit. This is a huge unit they're bringing to Mandan. Can they make a 65-foot French fry? I don't know. That'd be cool. So on the on the 27th, um, we will be in Dykstrom Park in Mandan giving out free French fries. Oh, and we're giving out free chili dogs, too. It's, we're actually going to have the the Great American Chili Dog and French Fry Festival on July twenty seventh. July twenty seventh. Does and that have its own day? Chili dogs? No, your the festival. The festival. No. Well, it will now this it year. Will. It won't be a national day, but Chili Dog Day is the very next day. So that's on the twenty eighth. So we figured we'd just combine chili dogs and French Perfect. fries and have a good time over there. Um, CBS Sunday Morning will be here filming as well. Uh, so that will be a great collision if you are interested in, in meeting some of the CBS Monday morning or Sunday morning team. And they're here um, for a bunch of reasons. It just happens to fall that this is well. They're they're here. One of the they're here to interview National Day calendar. They're doing a feature story yeah. on us as well. Uh, it just happens to all collide at the same time. Which is really cool. The and, CEO's coming from Checkers and Rally. Yeah. Yep, yep. So it's going to be uh, an interesting couple of weeks for National Day and and for Bismarck and Mandan because of uh, all the fun around French fries and and uh, some national attention that our our little project is bringing to the area. I guess. Uh, so if people want more information, so watch for stuff on our social media channels. If you want to vote, now I'm I'm You're not biased. I'm on the fence. I don't know you can vote. So, but if you want to vote, yes. For changing French Friday to Fridays, go to Friday to Friday.com. F R Y D A Y T O F R I D A Y. Friday to Friday.com. Go do it if you want me to change my mind. <laughs> there are so many things I'm thinking of right now. I know you are. Wheels are just turning, Marlo. Uh, it's going to be an exciting couple weeks. It will be fun. So hopefully you can join us next Tuesday, and we yep. might have a special guest. Yes. 